Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So I was in the shower, I was cleaning my ass and making all the shirts all sparkly, spanky clean. I'm not the funny one, I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. Music, wine, and then blue bump. The glory holds like a, a like dick theater. I imagine your pants. Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another week of By the By. You betcha. You've got Angela here. And uh, Bradford over there. Yeah. And, and well, that's all this week. That's, sorry. <laughs> sorry, suckers. <laughs> no gentlemen, no Leo, no special guests. It's Aww. just us. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. And for those of you who are really into your ASMR, mm, nom, nom, nom. Bradford is eating a bag of dicks. So... Lovely human and friend of the podcast, Lola Lady, sent me a surprise this week. And it's a bunch of little shortbread cookies that are in penis form. And they came with a big cookie that said, eat a bag of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> and um, How can you not? <laughs> I got to be honest, they're quite tasty. Uh-huh. Um, so you're going to hear me eating during this podcast. They're little bite-sized dicks. <laughs> Not something you hear commonly, but you know. <laughs> I mean, these don't gag me at all. <laughs> and they're also not cream filled. I mean, come on. You're missing, a, like, that's easy, that's low hanging fruit. But they are delicious. They're delicious. Yes. Yeah. So um, thank you to Lolo Lady. Uh-huh. And thank you to the human who makes Eat a Bag of Dicks. I think they're out of Melbourne. Oh, are they? I think so. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, well, somebody's putting the lockdown time to good use. I know, right? They're making little dicks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so do you know what we have coming up um an election well there is that get out and vote get out and vote register people yep yep uh we have a pendulum party coming up another oh, one this year that. yes 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 sorry i get excited <laughs> it's like i forgot and i'm like that's right look it's been one of those years where i thought that two pendulum parties was going to be the success uh-huh. but apparently Jess and Lawrence have had people like asking, when's the next pendulum party? Yeah, the public is demanding it. The public is demanding it. So that means we get another one. Absolutely. On October 24th. And it's special uh-huh. because that's a Saturday. It is. It's the first pendulum party on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. So go buckle to, up, motherfuckers. And go to www.oursecretspot.com.au and right. get yourself a ticket. That's right. Mm-hmm. Get your tickets. <laughs> Because, you know, I don't know. I'm excited. Yay. I was waiting to see where you went with that I one. don't know. I, I, I really don't have a <laughs> – my brain is not here tonight. I'm, uh-huh. I'm somewhere else. It's been a long day. It's been a long day. Mm. Um, and it's been a long weekend, mm-hmm. which is nice. Yep. But, yes. And then 
we've got lots of work coming up work-wise. Like we do. Boo. Boo for real work. Boo for real work. I'd I rather do work. fun work. I yeah. know, right? Mm-hmm. So, yes. Mm-hmm. I just, I need, <laughs> I need a nap. <laughs> well, you'll get an eight-hour nap here shortly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I will say, we had a message on Twitter that I should probably tell everybody. Because, you know, we're always saying, go to adamandeve.com, use our code by the by, like, and still do that definitely uh, because while we're in lockdown, we really want to get you know, like our groove on. Um, but we did have a, um, a, a friend of the podcast out of uh, Australia who said that they had ordered from Adam and Eve. And unfortunately it's taking a long time. The, mm. the shipping was free, but apparently the Australian customs um, wanted to try out the dildo first. Oh, right. Um, mm. Well, maybe that's what I'm, that's what I'm assuming mm-hmm. because I didn't get a lot of detail, but except that shipping is greatly delayed because of the you know the world situation as it is and yeah so if you're ordering from adamandeve.com just be patient Mm -hmm. uh the the toys are coming but they have to before you can come they have to i would also say that if you're shipping anything worldwide at the moment just be patient because everything is taking so much longer especially i don't know how the u.s is but at least down here in australia because there are such, such limited flights. Yeah. And so things are being prioritized and not, it's, yeah, it's just taking a long time to get things here. Which leads to the next thing that's on our like housekeeping list, which is uh, if you're a follower of us on Patreon, mm-hmm. we definitely, definitely appreciate it. We have not been able to ship out any of our cum rags in the last two months, three oh, months. Yeah, easy. More than that. I think the last shipment we were able to get out was May or June. Yes. So it's been a while. So please be patient. They're on their way. They're coming. Uh, like really, OzPost won't even talk to us. No, no. no. And yeah, and there's there are other shipping companies, but it's just it's just getting everybody to, to yes. do stuff. So. It's yeah, it's it's very difficult. So we're working on it. You'll get them. Patience. Yeah. Yes. Um, you know, maybe we'll just throw in an extra like <laughs> some DNA. <laughs> Right. Excellent. Like if yeah. they ordered two cum rags, I'll uh-huh. use one to clean myself up, and you use one to clean yourself up. Right. Okay. You might want to wash them before. <laughs> you use them. Give them the sniff test. Give them the sniff test. <laughs> and send us pictures of you sniffing your towels. Mm-hmm. That that brings me great joy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what are we what are we talking about tonight? So we had gotten an email, one of those emails you get from companies from time to time. Uh, this one was from Mystery Vibe. So Mystery Vibe, if you go in the way, way, way back machine, we had gotten a toy from they them. They make a good toy. Yes, the Crescendo. Yes. They also have a few others now. I think the Crescendo was the first one, and that's the one that we tried out. Really loved it. Still love it. But we get emails from them from time to time. And they have a blog section on their website. And this particular article is 13 sexual health statistics that will blow your mind. I like having my things blown. Yeah, so I thought we would uh, go through what they are and just kind of discuss them. Excellent. And, you know, yeah, see where well, we end up. Number one, thank you, Mystery Vibe, for doing our work for us. Um, <laughs> number two, I'm excited to get my mind and other parts of me blown. <laughs> Excellent. Woot. Should we get into it? You know what? Why not? I mean, it's, it's okay. rude not to, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Start the blowing process. No, just start. Yeah, okay. Okay. Let's go. Uh, so number one on the list is that happily married couples are having sex at least once a week. So according to Psychology Today, married couples who are happy and comfortable in their relationships are having sex at least once a week. 
Couples that have sex more frequently than that also claim high levels of happiness, but are not necessarily any happier than couples who have sex only once a week. Hmm. You know, I feel bad for anybody who's listening to us and is like, I thought I was happy. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I'm not. Maybe I could be happier. But it says that if you have sex more than once a week, you're not necessarily happier. If you're not having sex once a week, well, I I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. I mean... So I don't think that, so I think this like starts off right off the bat in that these are obviously generalities and you cannot always compare yourself to other people because everybody has different life circumstances, different situations. And sure, these are generalities. Right. Uh, Yes. And I'm also going to assume that these are heterosexual couples. I would assume as well. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's that. Um, I don't know. Does that shock me? I don't feel like my mind, I don't feel like anything's been blown by this. Uh, this does not surprise me. Mm-mm. I guess when you were married previously, how often did you have sex? Um, oh, more than once a week, but. Were you I, happily married? For a time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's imagine those times. But I will say that, that towards the end of the second one, particularly that, that the amount of sex I was having was greatly decreased, and no, I was not happy. Was the quality still good? No. No. I mean, it was, you know, routine. <laughs> it was passable. <laughs> it got, like, look, we're just, we're getting shit done at this point. Let's just, <sighs> yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. But. And, I mean, like, it's like, I'm happily married, uh-huh. and I feel like we, at one point, were having sex five times a week and now life has changed and we're having sex closer to the 1.5. I would have said two to to three times a week. But some weeks we make up for it on the weekends and we have a lot of sex. Yeah. It depends. Yeah. yeah, It's, it's weird. I would say this year has been, or at least the past, like since March that it's been weird as far as sex goes. Yeah. Fuck you. 2020. Also pets. Yeah. And work. Pets are horrible for sex. Yeah. They're like, like, I want to be involved. You're like, no, fuck off. <laughs> it's getting better. I'm not. I'm not from West Virginia. Getting better. So, but yeah. yes, he is getting better. It's been a learning curve. It's been a learning curve. <laughs> oh, good, you're done. Now I can lick you. God yeah. damn it! It was tough in the beginning uh, when when the puppy needed to be nearby, and if he wasn't, he was crying. And oh, it's yeah. <laughs> There's no crying in sex. <laughs> oh, apparently there is. <laughs> so number two. I don't know when this was actually published. Okay. It does say October 24th. Given we're not there yet, I'm going to guess that this was probably maybe last year or something. I don't really know. Okay. Uh, But it says that married couples and singles are having less sex than they used to. So according to the same study in Psychology Today, people in 1990 had sex an average of 63 times a year, a little more than once a week. Today, a similar sample reports just 54 sexual encounters in a year. So down from 63 to 54, to me, that's not a huge difference, really. That's nine times. Uh, yeah. That's but, yeah. So this continues to say that, you know, maybe it's due to the rise of technology and an increase in overly busy schedules. So what do you think of that? <laughs> <laughs> but do you think that they're really having less sex than they used to? I mean, now, don't count this year because this year's just fucked yeah, up. Yeah, fuck you. Uh, so prior to this year, do you think that that's actually true, or do you think that that's just kind of like if you mapped out what people, how much sex people were having on average per year, do you think there would be kind of a wave of it's up and down sometimes? Like, do you think there's actually a trend, 
Or is it just kind of natural variation? I don't know. I mean, I feel like I feel like there's probably an apathy towards sex nowadays a bit. Uh because there I think that there is a general feel that sex is easy. It's easier to get. Uh I think when a commodity is perceived as easy to get, you're less likely to go get it. Okay. Because, again, your idea is whenever I want it, I can just do it. Mm, Which means that you don't. And so to take this into a personal kind of thing, when I, like, if I look at all the grinder hookups I've had since you and I have been together versus all the hookups I've had in previous relationships, there's a lot less now than before because I can do it. I'm allowed to do it. So it's easy. It's not a lot of effort. If I really want to grind or hook up, I could, I just do it. Mm. Um, when in the past it was like, Oh, I, I'm not supposed to do this or I can't do this or it's harder to do this. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'll put more effort and do it. And I think that there's, there's a disconnect there in our psychology in that when something becomes easy, you're less likely to want it. Um, another example might be, like ice cream. Mm-hmm. If the if you know there's no ice cream in the fridge, you might really want ice cream. And once you want it, you can't not think about ice cream. But if you know that there's ice cream in the fridge and you can have it, you might eat some, but it's not going to be that gnawing, nagging feeling. I suppose it's also like if if you know that you can do it, then you kind of tell yourself, yeah, if I want it, I can have it. So that almost as good as actually getting it. Yeah, I mean, realistically, you're absolutely (laughs) right. There is that kind of that, it's got a name in psychology, and I don't remember what it is, where the the idea of of enacting it in your head, your imagination, is enough to sort of sate what you you want or what you, your desires. Mm. It's still not as exciting, though. Well, no, because ice cream's amazing. (laughs) Uh, It is amazing. Uh, and ice cream during sex is even better. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's a great threesome. Ice cream during sex. Oh, yes, yes. Like, oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. Uh-huh. Not what? the ice cream, you scream, we all scream for ice cream. You betcha. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's, I, I sort of get it. I get it. Yeah. I wouldn't, I also wouldn't say that's surprising. I'm, yeah. I, I'm yet to be blown. Okay. Um, All right. So waiting to be blown. If you can't blow me by the end of this mm-hmm. podcast, you're going to have to blow me later. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Fair, fair deal. Deal. And probably anyway, but it's <laughs> Uh So number three is that age isn't slowing many people down. So more than 40% of older Americans, those in the 65 to 80 range, still report having regular sex. Of those who are in long-term relationships, sexual activity increased to 54% of older Americans, and women in their 70s report higher levels of sexual satisfaction than women in their 40s, perhaps because of a combination of fewer hormonal upheavals and fewer responsibilities taking attention away from the bedroom. And and men finally figuring out what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> and also people probably not just caring, saying, fuck it, let's just do it and yeah, go yeah. for it. <laughs> uh, that doesn't surprise me either. I think no. We've talked about before on the podcast the prevalence of STIs in the 60 plus community mm-hmm. uh, once you have no fear of having children you should start to have the fear of having gonorrhea yeah but i also think that i think it's very 
accurate, I would say, and what they point out is that people, once you get into your 60s, 70s, 80s, is that you don't have generally as many distractions as you do in your 30s and 40s. You don't have kids. You don't have the same work pressures. You have different pressures, sure. But it's not the same. I would say that it's not as many um, pulls on your time and your attention as what you have when you're a bit younger. So you do have a little more time to just kind of focus on it. And, and perhaps you've also learned over those years of, I need to focus on this, or I want to focus on this, and this is how I can do it. And these other things that are trying to get my attention really don't matter as much anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it can be one of those like, meh, what else am I going to do? Yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. There's that wonderful boredom <laughs> sex, you know, that you can have. And, yeah, that, that that is interesting. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I hope to be having sex when I'm well next year. Uh-huh. <laughs> I suspect we will be having sex well, well into our old age. Well, I hope so. Uh, so number four, women have an average of four sexual partners in their lifetimes. Men report an average of seven. Oh, in other news, we're sluts. <laughs> That one doesn't blow my mind, but it does make me quite amazed at how slutty we are. Uh-huh. Um, wow. And and I would say many of the people that we know. <laughs> I'm also going to say that this has got to be a U.S. study. I'm going to assume. Although Mystery Vibe is based out of the U.K., but it depends uh, on where they're pulling their data from. Yeah. So Or who's writing this and where they're pulling the data um, from. Because, wow, four and men report seven, which means in actuality it's probably three. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Because you can't count right hand and left hand <laughs> as separate humans. I mean, like, that's that's two. Oh, and well, then, if you name them, can you? <laughs> and then there's two pillows on my bed, and I fold both of them up and fuck them. So, like, there's four, and then the three the three humans I've actually had sex with. So right. that's seven. okay. Okay. Um. Wow, that's. Uh-huh. But also, these are self reported. So, that's like you I'm said, saying. men can exaggerate; women may not disclose as much yeah. uh but i yeah i mean self-reported i would tend to agree it's probably u.s based i guess but yeah we're sluts and many of our friends are sluts and we're all very fucking proud of it yeah i don't even think i could count how many partners i've had at this but point. i don't and i would say though that either way whether your number is low your number is high you don't know your number i don't think it really matters not really I like mean, if to, you if it matters to you it matters yeah but but why? What is it? Like, it shouldn't matter. No. You know? No. Yeah. I mean, I stopped caring at some point. Mm. People, I'm sure, are like, well, of course you did. You're having lots of sex. Um, not all of it's good. <laughs> 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 all right. So out of those four and seven partners, how many were good? <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, just think about that. Like, you know, if you're a, if you're a lady and you've had four sexual partners and none of them are any good, that that's depressing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so number five. Uh, all right, so we're going to go with this. Uh, I, don't, I love where this is going already. I feel like I'm about to get blown. Well, I'm just going to say that we've been through some things earlier, some papers previously that I'd be curious to compare this to. But it says only 29% of women report reaching orgasm every time. Conversely, 75% of men report always reaching orgasm. I mean... That's just, but again. this, so again, self-reported. So who knows? But it also doesn't really say like, are we talking oral? Are we talking vaginal? Is it just 
whatever you define sex as and how yeah. many times in a play session, how many play sessions do you reach orgasm? Um, I'm not sure I necessarily believe these numbers. And if so, I'm really sad. <laughs> um, yeah, I found that. I mean, that's that's just depressing. 29%. So yeah, that means that one in every three women out there are not having orgasms when they have sex. Are. Two out of three are not. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah. God damn it. Uh, now, I will say that there's more to sex than just reaching orgasm. Absolutely. However, you should also, if you're one of those women who can have an orgasm and is not having an orgasm, because some women can't, right. right? But if you can and you're not, I feel like there should be better communication with your partner as to what helped you get there. What it takes. Uh, yeah, or take control and, and do whatever it takes to, to get there. Uh, if that's important to you, but maybe it's not important to everyone, and you know that that's not all that there is to sex. So yeah, but still, yeah. it's kind of amazing. So yeah. <laughs> oh my god, you're funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's I don't find that um, my mind's not blown, but my mind is depressed. Mm. That's just that's a shame, and I, I feel like a lot of that is communication, communication. But even like only three quarters of men. Mm-hmm. Make, uh, but it does say always time. reaching orgasm. Yeah. Always is a strong word, right? Yeah. I mean, because every single time, that's a lot. Yeah, fair that, enough. That's a lot of pressure to put on someone. <laughs> it's a lot of pressure to put on yourself. Touche. Yes, I'll agree. Yeah. I mean, now if they said like whatever percentage of men and women reach orgasm 95% of the time, I think that would be more interesting. Yeah. But no, always is a strong word. All right, so number six, almost... 50% of men, 40 to 49, have not had sex in a year. So 39.6% of men in their 30s, uh, including those who are in committed relationships, report a lack of sex in the past year. So yeah, so what do you think about this? Almost 50% of men, 40 to 49, haven't had sex in a year. Um, that does not surprise me at all. And also find that that's just terrible. I look at my previous partners and how long we went without having sex. It just, it wasn't a priority. And when something's not a priority for either person, mm. it's just that that's where it, you know, it kind of falls into a, we do this because we're supposed to do this, not because either one of us are actually enjoying it. Right. So then you just don't do it. So why do it? Yeah. yeah. What's the point? Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I find that there's something really bad about that, partially because this question is only asked of men. Like, I, I'm curious mm. to know the female side to this and the the problem I have with this statistic specifically is that the implication there is that it's the woman's fault. The mm. men didn't have sex. The men clearly wanted sex, yeah, but they okay. just didn't have sex for a year. Fair. It's not saying that men didn't engage, ask, want, uh, seek mm -hmm. sex. It's saying men didn't have sex for a year. And so I find that that, that kind of skewing of – that feels clickbaity. Well, I would also be curious to know how many of those men were in a uh, long-term relationship or in a relationship period versus how many were single. Because yeah. if you're single, that can be a that can look very different as Absolutely. well. Absolutely, you don't have the opportunity, and it's it can be more difficult. But mm -hmm. really, I don't think it is. Depends on what kind of sex you're looking for. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, absolutely. This, I don't know. Uh, I don't like this one. No, I don't either. <laughs> All right, so number seven. Okay. 60% of men report masturbating within the past month. 
Only 60. <laughs> <laughs> the, the other 40 are lying. <laughs> However, it does say that, meanwhile, only 37% of women report masturbating in the past month. Yes, and the other bit are lying. <laughs> like... <laughs> Not necessarily. I can believe it. Thirty-seven and sixty in seem, a month. They seem low for me, but I can also believe it that you know it is a more of a minority that does than a majority, uh, particularly for women, because there's a lot of body shaming that goes on with women growing up, and that masturbating is bad. I know men get it too. I was say, yeah, but I mean, being raised Catholic, where's the fur on yeah. my hands? <laughs> but I also know that many women don't know how to give themselves orgasms. And we've we've seen that yes. from the sex ed classes that we taught at Our Secret Spot, is that you know many women come up and they're like, they don't know how to stimulate themselves. They don't know how to give themselves an orgasm. They don't know how to masturbate. They don't even know where to begin. Yeah. So, and, and if it's not something that you talk about, and many, many cultures and communities don't talk about it, how are you going to learn? You're not ever going to learn unless you explore yourself. And that's hard to do if you're brought up in a culture where you're not supposed to. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. But, I mean, still, I, I really struggle with those numbers. And, again, I know they're self-reporting, and I, I'm sure there are many people out there who don't masturbate. But to those numbers seem really low to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I'm not saying people are liars. I'm just saying <laughs> that, again, you look at the stigma that's given against it and how you're not supposed to touch yourself. You're not supposed to masturbate. So – when taking a survey, you're more likely to yeah. lie to yeah. make yourself feel better. Mm. And even if you don't want to masturbate manually, there's toys out there. That's right. I mean, Mystery Vibe sells toys for that. You betcha. Uh, but yeah, there's always toys to help with masturbation. So do it. <laughs> Enjoy it. Masturbate yes. with your partner. Yeah. You know? Yeah. doesn't have to be something you do solo. You can do it with your partner. Or someone else's partner. Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right, so next one up is that 45% of people incorporate sex toys in their bedroom life. What were we just talking about? <laughs> uh, again, uh, like this this, uh, this feels, okay, yeah, that's not a bad number. That's believable. That doesn't surprise me, um, yeah. yeah. I, I'm curious to know, I would love to know the range of sex toys. Are we talking like, do we consider like a belt uh, a sex toy, if if you use some of the rope that you have laying around the house to tie your partner up, does that count as a sex toy? Mm-hmm. Um, or are we talking about going to a shop or a website and buying a toy? Like vibrators yes, and, and dildos yeah. and masturbators and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, plugs. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean, I think the, the neat thing to kind of take away from this is when you go to the office tomorrow at work or if you're in a, a bus right now, look <laughs> around and nearly half of the people play with sex toys. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm all right with that. So are you saying you should just walk up to someone and be like, hey, you want to play with a toy? Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. Uh, but it is kind of cool to, whenever you're in a meeting with uh, in four people, uh-huh. you know, or two people and you don't use a sex toy, the person across from you probably does. It's very true. Very true. <laughs> Good vibrations. <laughs> uh, so the next one is that couples who use vibrators communicate more. So 49% Turn it of, down. Turn it down. Turn it down. Oh, <laughs> turn it up. Uh, 49% of couples who use vibrators and other sex toys in the bedroom report high levels of communication, both about things inside the bedroom and outside. Whereas only 29% of couples who didn't use sex toys report the same level of intimacy. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. But I think that goes back to what we've always said about relationships, both with each other, with other people, but it's all about communication and communication, communication, communication. And if we can talk about We always say sleeping with other people's partners, but if you can talk about using a toy with your partner and how does this feel? How do you want me to do this? What does that do for you? How can we incorporate this in our time together? Then that makes it a little bit easier to talk about those things like, hey, are you going to load the dishwasher or am I? You know, it just makes all those conversations a little bit easier if you can have that level of openness with your partner. Yeah, and, and I agree completely. Uh, I, I find that's that's reassuring. That kind of those kind of numbers are, mm-hmm. are reassuring. It's uh, it is something that, like like you said, you know, the more you can communicate about your own wants, desires, and pleasures, the the more intimate you're going to have of a relationship you're going to have because you're opening yourself up and you're letting your partner in and you're having these wonderful deep conversations about stuff. Uh, which might be how deep something is inside of you Uh, and you're having these conversations. And so it makes everything else more approachable, easier. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, But yes, that's. And I also imagine, I mean, it will increase the closeness that you have with your partner as well. So then it will, I think that closeness does translate then both inside and outside of the bedroom. It's not just, it's not just something that, okay, we can talk about how this is going to work and how this feels and, and how we're going to use this here but then like it's unrealistic to think that that wouldn't translate outside of the bedroom yeah i mean it is that feeling of afterglow after sex it lasts for a while Uh, and i think that we've talked to a number of folks and us included who when you have a a really big night of sex and there's that great level of intimacy you feel more intimate there's that residual intimacy that you have over the next two three four days and and that kind of that that stays it stays with you very true All right, so number 10 on the list. This is going to be a shocker. Okay. I'm sitting down. 96%. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's nearly everybody. Uh Uh-huh. 96% of people feel that emotional connection results in the best sex. So, yeah. So what they're saying is that if you have that good emotional connection, then you're going to have better sex. So basically, if you aren't vulnerable, and, you know, if you open yourselves up and, and you're emotionally connected, then it's going to be better. I agree that many people feel like they need to have an emotional connection with their partner. However, sometimes a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am can be really fucking mind blowing. <laughs> I was curious to see where you were going to go with this. <laughs> Uh, I kind of figured I, I would have been mind blown if if you agreed with this number <laughs> off the bat. Um, 
Oh, I struggle because I sort of agree with the number. Uh, I do feel like it's it's sex is better when you connect with somebody for me. Mm. I don't think it's required for great sex. Yeah. But there is something nice. It, I think it's easier. It's mm. kind of like you can masturbate with just your hand, but if you've got a little lube, it makes it feel better. Yeah. You know, there's... Yeah. You're still getting to the same end, but it's, oh, it's, this is easier kind of thing. I think that's kind of the thing. I, I think that it's uh, an emotional connection does definitely make it easier to have mind-blowing sex. I think it makes it easier for sure. I think it makes it easier to get into it and to start things for sure. Right. Is the sex in the end that much better? Probably overall. But that doesn't mean that there aren't those really wonderful mind-blowing times that you have with people you you know, just have met. Yeah, so. and you still don't know their names. Yeah, you still don't know their names. And maybe after the second or third time, you're still not really certain of their names. <laughs> you think you know it, but they don't answer when you're like, hey, Bob. <laughs> Bob? Mm. Borb? <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree. Yeah, okay. Okay, so number 11. Number 11. Sex gets better the longer you're together. I thought it was going to be sex gets better the longer you have it. (laughs) 90% of the people believe that time won't dull the romantic spark between you and your partner. And they think that sex actually gets better the longer you're together. Oh my God, the lies we tell ourselves. (laughs) It depends. I mean, I think that... Sex could, you could say that sex gets better just because you learn each other better. And so you know what to do to make the other partner happy and they know what to do to make you happy. Well, yeah, but if you already have such a great emotional connection with them, shouldn't it have been great to begin with? (sighs) (laughs) I don't know. Do you think that, I don't know. Do you think that sex has gotten better with us? I don't know that I would say better. I think it just changes. It's different. So like the sex we have now is different. But I think we're also still exploring and trying different things together. Well, sure. Yes. But we're also older and less wise and (laughs) less nimble, less nubile, Uh, which I mean, I'm not saying that's a requirement for good sex, but Mm. it is nice to be able to bounce back (laughs) and, you know, yeah. I don't know. I'm I, not sure I necessarily agree with it. I mean, I don't really agree with it. I think honestly, this yeah. feels like a lie we tell ourselves to make ourselves feel better about monogamy. Mm, like maybe. honestly, th- th- this is one of those like, and and feel free uh, people out there to disagree with me, but this just feels like one of those things that I only sleep with this person for the rest of my life because society tells me that this is my choice. Therefore. Sure. If your choice is no sex <laughs> or the person that you've married, you're right. It is going to get better and right. yeah. better and better because the longer you go wanting other people and still only having sex with your partner, the better it's going to be. Fair. Fair. I, I know that sounds kind of a dick, <laughs> but like, I don't know. This feels like something that we tell ourselves because rom-coms tell us to tell it, Yeah, to say it. Fair enough. But I don't think I necessarily believe it. I feel like our sex didn't start out amazing. It got to amazing. And it's still really good. But I don't feel like we have that fire that we had I don't think I don't feel like it's any better than it was, say, two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. So next one. So I'm going to stop. say one more thing. Uh, When I think back on my favorite things that we've done together, I'd say most of that was within our first four years. Yeah, probably. And maybe it was just we were, were running out of things to do. Maybe. 
<laughs> we need to invent some shit. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, so <laughs> number 12. So ne- next task is to invent some shit. Uh, <laughs> we'll do that with the second half of okay, this podcast. Okay, uh, so number 12 is during orgasm, your brain has a 95% resemblance to your brain on heroin. So I'm not sure where the statistic necessarily comes from, but it's basically saying that when you orgasm, your brain is flooded with dopamine and same thing happens when you're on heroin. And so that's why we like to have orgasms or maybe why we like heroin. I don't know. (laughs) Um, Have you ever tried heroin? No, I have not. Me neither. So I really don't feel like I can speak to this. I can't either. Uh, No. My, my, brain on orgasm is i mean i do think it would be interesting to give myself like a iq test pre during and post orgasm Mm -hmm. uh because i'm pretty sure i would fail all of those but i would be better pre than i would (laughs) during and post yeah but i mean i don't know if i'd be good at iq tests on heroin either so it's really hard I, i feel like this is one of those statistics that I'm sure they did a test. They probably had like five people masturbating and five people on heroin. <laughs> and they're like, let's put them in an MRI. <laughs> uh, and I really hope it was ethically done, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't. But yeah, so cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's really hard to. No, I, I can't speak to it, but I can just say that orgasms are really awesome and you should have them. Yes, and heroin is probably really bad for you, and you shouldn't have that. Yeah, probably not so much. Um, heroin. Is, don't do not do that. Yeah. Do orgasms instead. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And they're cheaper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go I for mean, orgasms. <laughs> One toy will last you a very long time. You don't even need a toy. I mean, True, use your hands. You have hands. Yeah. Evolution gave you hands. Mm-hmm. Use those hands. Wow, that's great. <laughs> it's great. Uh, okay, so the last one, number 13. I wonder why they picked 13. I don't know, but this one's really sad at the moment. Did you say you're really sad? Well, number 13 is very sad, yes. Oh, great. We're ending with a sad one? Well, only because of the nature of it. No, I'm Sadford. Aww. Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah, I heard that. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so number 13 says that couples who traveled together may have better sex than ones who are stuck at home. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Hell, I can speak to that. <laughs> it does say that if you and your partner take a vacation together at least once a year, especially if you're able to get away from the kids and demands of work, chances are you're having better sex. So what they're saying is that taking time to connect with each other yeah. and take time away from your normal everyday pressures and, and responsibilities and things like that is what you need. Is You need a chance to reconnect as a couple, and I completely get that. Um, however, you can, and many of us have to now do that at home at the moment. <laughs> um, <laughs> Lockdown sex is yeah. not, not nearly as kinky as it sounds. Yeah, it's not. Uh, but so, yeah, but I get what they're saying is that traveling is fun and it's good to go and explore and then see new things and do new things with your partners. But also, I think the main takeaway from it is getting away from those normal responsibilities and pressures and just focusing on each other. Right, exactly. That's what it is. I mean, there's that's again, I feel like that's a bit of common sense. Like, Put your relationship first. Yeah. And it's easier to do that when you're away from all the responsibilities and all the stuff that's weighing on you. Right. Yeah. So um, put on your out of office. <laughs> I need to put on my out of office. Um, <laughs> put on your out of office. Yes, yes. Put on your out of office. And, and lock the kids away. <laughs> lock the kids, you know, at their grandparents or aunts and uncles or cousins or whatever. Or, you know, the bedroom. <laughs> the bed. Okay. <laughs> 
Can, can we come out now? No! <laughs> Fuck uh, off! And this is why we don't have kids. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, that, mm-hmm. yeah. So did anything blow your mind there? No. I mean, look, the, I find that some of those facts are good. Some of those are solid facts. Uh, but I don't feel like my mind is necessarily blown. Mm. I guess I'll have to blow something else. I, I mean, yeah, I feel like it should be. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. All right, well, I'll have to blow you. A deal's a deal. A deal's a deal. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I wanted to get blown. Uh-huh. Uh, I wanted my mind to be blown. Mm. But, well, alas. Sorry. Sorry. It was not. And as we take a break today, I wanted to let you know that your favorite podcasters, clubs, and event hosts have communities on altplayground.net. It's a great place to chat with other lifestylers who have similar interests to your own. You can get event updates and maybe even see some sexy pictures that you won't see anywhere else. So go to altplayground.net and check out your favorite podcasters, clubs, and event hosts. And we're back. Yes. And so during that quick break, I was not happy with the fact that my mind wasn't blown. So... I did a quick search to see if I could find some facts that might blow your mind. Ooh, okay. I like this. <laughs> uh, so if you don't, do you get to blow me later? Yes. Okay. okay. Um, there is a book by Carrie McNeil mm-hmm. called Scared Shitless, 1,003 Facts, which I just love the 1,003, <laughs> 1,003 Facts That Will Scare the Shit Out of You. Okay. Um, these aren't scary. I wouldn't say they're scary, but I do find them. Disturbing? might actually be mind-blowing. Okay. Uh. The world's record, uh, the world's largest recorded penis belongs to 41-year-old New Yorker Jonah Falcon, whose appendage measures 9.5 inches, inches flaccid mm-hmm. and 13 and a half inches erect. That is a lot. And that also means that the number of men that I've run into on Tinder <laughs> and Grinder are fucking liars. Yeah, I was just going to say, I kind of feel sorry for him, though, because not many people are going to be able to take all of that. That's Um, correct. In fact, I would say most people cannot take all of that. Well, it's interesting you should say that, Uh -uh. um, because that leads me to my next fact. Okay. (laughs) Which is the average vagina is three to four inches long, Uh but can expand by 200% when sexually aroused. So you're talking eight-ish inches. Well, see, you're smarter than I am. And still, that's not entirely correct. Uh, Because I was going like, oh, my God, it can be like 600 inches. Because I multiplied three by 200 instead of by, (laughs) you know, three. Mm -hmm. Um, So if it's three and it increases by 200%, Mm -hmm. that would be nine. Um, and if it's four and increases by 200 cents, that's 12. So that's still so you're saying, too small to take uh, Mr. Falcon. Wait, wait, wait. Let's go back to that math. Okay. So if it's, say, four inches, and that's 100%. If in, but oh, it, can it increase increases 200%. 200%. Okay. Not it increases to 200%. No. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, See, yeah. I'm, I can math when I don't immediately <laughs> go, oh, my God, the vagina is 600 <laughs> inches long. It's also your small intestines. <laughs> uh, look. Right, right. Okay, I thought you were saying it increased to 200. No, no. Okay. Bye. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. So, yeah. Um, but I, mean, I, I still think that would take some working up to get there. Three to four inches. That makes me happy. I mean, like, woohoo. Yeah. I can almost fill a vagina. 
You more than fill a vagina. Also, vaginas can increase by 200%. They're so optimistic. <laughs> like, oh, good for you, vagina. <laughs> Doesn't mean they always do. Just means they can. They probably rarely do. They can um, They can perform under pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Are you impressed yet? Are you shocked? I, I'm getting there. I'm getting okay. there. Okay. Um, the impulse to ejaculate. Uh-huh. Comes from the spinal cord. No brain is needed. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> surprised by that. Ninety nine percent of men that I've hooked up with prove that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry, guys. Yeah, that's not a shocker. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I find that that's interesting because I think the one organ that prevents you from having an ejaculation is the fucking head. So if we could just mm-hmm. chop our heads off, imagine how often we would orgasm. Yeah, we don't need that head. We don't have no. to hear you talk. We don't need to no. like brain to tell you anything. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Are you amazed yet? Uh, the average male orgasm mm-hmm. lasts. 3.4 seconds. Six seconds. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right. Well, that does blow my mind. <laughs> the average female <laughs> orgasm lasts. Um, 8.2. 20 seconds okay uh which also that just proves that you're fast (laughs) Uh, i'm going by averages here i would have said like for me uh, six seconds does seem like a long time i would have said five yeah maybe one one thousand two one thousand three one thousand four one thousand five i could have had like three orgasms there so maybe five is fast too I don't know. It just seems. Yeah. Yeah. And I would have said, I mean, 20 seconds is a long time. I was going to say, we're talking averages. So I would have said, you know, maybe 10 to 15 perhaps, but 20 does seem like a long time for an average. But then what, but also if you're averaging in like the rolling orgasms and stuff like that, those go on for a while. So if, if you have those just skew on the high end, then that's going to, you know, pull everything up. Yeah. So yeah, I I guess it just does depend on how you, what, what you include in the calculations. Yeah. I don't know, but mm. I didn't come up with this. I'm not <laughs> citing any sources. I told you whose book this was. Um, this one, I have a feeling this is going to need some actual acting out. Okay. I'm ready for this. Are you? Yeah. The left testicle usually hangs lower than the right for right-handed men. The opposite is true for lefties. I've heard this before. All right. So hang on. Yeah. I feel like we've done this before on the podcast even. Have we? I, I'm pretty sure. Your right one is lower. Yeah, and I'm right-handed. Uh-huh. I'm not most men, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, you are abnormal. I wonder if I can stretch it out. I, I don't. Why? Why? What does that gain you? I don't know. I'd like to be normal for once. <laughs> nah, I don't think that's important. Mm. Mm. Interesting fact, Bradford's right testicle hangs slower than his left. The more you know. <laughs> For anybody out there who was wondering. <laughs> if you've ever wondered where my testicles are, it's in Angela's purse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was searching for the balls under the bed today. You were, see? And like, me too. Yeah. You know where I put these things? Uh, so, okay. Um, yeah, that's mm. uh, that's depressing. <laughs> I'm not normal. Uh, okay. One out of every six Americans aged 14 to 49, wide, wide range, has genital herpes, HSV2. What percentage? 
one in six. No, I'd believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. That's a pretty big age range, and that's a not really a high number. No, yeah. not really. I'd believe that. After fingers and vibrators, blank are the phallic objects used most often by female masturbators. Electronic toothbrushes. Ooh, I, that's a good one, but that's not what this is. Oh. This says, I mean, I mean I, I'm assuming that the target audience here was mostly Amish Mennonites. Carrots. Candles. Oh. <laughs> yes. And this is why you don't want me on your trivia team. I mean, yeah, I don't know why, but it says candles. And so if you're out there and you said candles. Candles. Uh, you don't light them. I mean, no. unless you can pull it out lit, that'd be it. Now, that's a magic trick I'd like to see. You put a match up there and then put a candle up there and it yeah. comes out lit? Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. That'd be awesome. I mean, weird, but. Why would you use a candle? Yeah, I don't know. doesn't make sense. All right. Unless it's just that you have them around and they come in a lot of different shapes and sizes? Yeah, sure. sure. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, wax on, wax off. I'm going to go wax <laughs> yeah. off, baby. Uh, the most common cause of penile rupture? Extended time period of sex. Vigorous masturbation. <laughs> Guys, you're doing it wrong. Don't do that. That's that's wrong. Yeah. If it hurts, perhaps you should give yourself a break. And if you're having trouble finishing, that's okay. That's just okay. Stop. You don't have to. You yeah. can just like, oh, okay, I can stop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, don't don't hurt yourself. Just like you hurting yourself. Let somebody else do that. <laughs> um, when two people kiss. They exchange between 10 million and 1 billion bacteria. Bacteria, yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that fascinating? <laughs> you, your eyes lit up. I knew that's I what was, was coming. Like, <laughs> I, gross. So there's actually uh, interesting studies showing that you can increase, now this is like little bits and whatever, but you can actually increase your immunity that way by kissing people from different areas, different cultures, et cetera, that have different bacterias. I mean, it's little bit by little bit and whatnot, but yeah, you can. So are you suggesting that swingers have a less likelihood of mm. catching COVID-19? Mm. Um, no, I'm just going <laughs> to say you may potentially have a slightly better immune system for bacterial diseases. COVID-19 is not bacterial. Oh, that's right. It's a virus. Mm -hmm. That's right. Mm -hmm. Wear a mask. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was going to say kiss a lot of people, but yeah, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> I did see a video today of... It was a guy basically looking at the camera like, like, what the fuck? Because the couple behind him were both wearing masks uh -huh. and making out. Oh. But they're like <laughs> kissing through the mask. <laughs> fuck you, 2020. But only if you could have, uh, so the what I've seen them have been in like uh, hospitals going into like um, the baby incubator things. Or if you're working in labs where they're doing, making things that are like super clean. Like, oh, and uh, you have radiation things. Well, you have like the a tank or whatever. And then you've got like the gloves that yeah, you can reach in. Like Homer Simpson. Yeah. Uses. So we need those, but like for our mouths and then you can have your the little arm thing, but for your tongues, so you can like stick out and kiss each other with that. This does remind me of or, like, a, a mask with a condom that when we were at Desire that Cooper told us about how they were trying to be ultra safe and they were trying to make out through saran wrap <laughs> and they almost died. So don't do that people. Okay. So maybe a mask with a condom for your tongue is yeah. not a good thing. No, no. I think okay. that's, that's dangerous because okay. of the suffocation risk. So yeah. don't do that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Okay. Moving on. Only have a couple more. Okay. Despite what men claim, uh -oh. only 15% 
have a penis longer than seven inches. I would believe that. And only 3% have a penis more than eight inches long. I would also believe that. But I feel like my only issue with that is why do most of our partners are in the 3%? (laughs) Uh, I'm not in the 3%. I'm not in the 15%. But the gentleman is definitely in the yeah. 15. I think he's probably in the 3%. Yeah. I can think of a couple other people that are near the top of my list that are also in the, at least in the top 10%. Well, you're just lucky. Am I? Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, I read that and was like, hmm. Hmm. But you also have to think that's an average worldwide, right? Oh, I'm sure. So, I assume. Yeah. 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 So you're just a lucky guy. Yeah. 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 I guess if that's what matters to you anyway, you're lucky. Yeah, I actually care about other things other than <laughs> But yeah. In fact, in my mind, like smaller is better. <laughs> uh, because then, you know, I could go longer and more more often. True. As long as you know how to use it, I don't really care. That's true. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And this is the last one. All right, blow my mind. Orgasms can lower a woman's risk of heart disease, stroke, breast cancer, and depression. All right. I'm going to assume because of the hormones that are released. I would assume so. Yeah. Yeah. I can buy that. Yeah. So have more orgasms. Yes. yes. Be healthier. Yes. Well, also, I would assume that if you're, unless you're talking about masturbating, but if you're having orgasms during sex, then you're probably also that some bit of aerobic exercise for some <laughs> amount of time, whether it be short or long, you I know. Love it. I love it. Like, I don't, think exercise. I don't think everybody has sex like you, Angela. <laughs> sex exercise. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, I would assume from the, that's probably, I would guess from the hormones released afterwards. Angela likes to play the wheelbarrow game. Where <laughs> I have to hold onto her legs and run. She's like, fuck me, but only if you can catch up. Yeah. 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 It's great. I do a lot of squats. Come on. No, you actually do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, um, I have not met a female partner who likes to be on top more than you. Mm. So, yeah. I do enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. It's good for me. I just got to lay there. <laughs> cool. All right. Use me. <laughs> and I will. It's <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah. So was your mind blown? Um, Some were interesting, but I wouldn't say blown. Yeah, whatever. So you're going to have to blow me later. You were blown. <laughs> uh, anybody at home, was your mind blown? Hey, I wasn't talking to you anyway. So shut up. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so if you have your own sexy facts that you have stumbled across. Over, or you yourself have studied. Or, or you have, yeah, if you've studied some sex facts, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. dude, person, human, fuck, I don't care. Message us. <laughs> we we want to talk to you. Yes, uh, send us send us an email, theatomsoflove at gmail.com or any of our socials. We are at By the By Podcast. You can message us also through our website, bythebuy.com.au. You can reach out to us and tell us your sexy facts. Can you blow our minds or will we have to blow you too? <laughs> uh, I'd love to have my mind blown. I would love I to mean, have any part of me blown. Yeah, I'm also Honestly. happy with that. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty blow worthy. <laughs> blowable? I'm blowable. <laughs>
I am blowable. Uh, so yes, thank you so much uh, for listening to this podcast and uh, we will see you next week. Angela, do you have any like final thoughts, closing thoughts? Thanks for joining us. Yeah, you betcha. And come blow us. Come blow us. <laughs> Batman. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 